Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to the Cambridge Islamic College podcast. It has been narrated in Sahih Muslim that the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam said, Whenever some people gather in one of Allah's houses to recite the Book of Allah and study it among themselves, then calmness descends upon them. The angels surround them, mercy covers them, and Allah mentions them to those who are with Him. And some of the most recited verses of the Holy Quran are from the last chapter. Chapter. These verses are some of the first to be taught to children and new Muslims as well as recited regularly in congregation. So what better way for us to launch Cambridge Islamic College's podcast channel than with Sheikh Muhammad Akram Nadwi's Tafsir of Juz'amma. It is often said that Tafsir requires knowledge and understanding of all of the Islamic sciences and not just knowledge of the Arabic language. Sheikh Akram expertly deciphers the intricacies of these surahs and in his unique and inimitable manner makes them relatable. So, without further ado, let's begin this journey. Hali said, you know, it's a very long uh, point, but I just selected uh, four lines from that. He said, Ay mao bahinu, betiyo dunya ke zinat tumse hai, mulukon ki basti ho tumhi, qawmo ki izzat tumse hai. He said, oh my mothers, oh the sisters, oh the daughters, dunya ke zinat tumse hai. All the adornments of the world. All the beauty of the world is because of you. It is just because of you, the whole world has beauty. Mulukon ki basti ho tumhi, you are the one who is population of, 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 of the countries. Qawmo ki izzat tumse hai, you are the owner of the nations. Tum ghar ki ho, shahzadiyan, shaheron ki ho abadiyan. Ghamgi dilon ki shadiyan, dukh sukh mein rahat tumse hai. Tum ghar ki ho shahzadiyan, you are princess of the house. Tum ghar ki ho, Shahzadiyan, you are princess of the house. Shaheron kuhu abadiyan. You are the one who make the you know, cities to look nicer and brighter because of you. Ghamgi dilon ki shadiyan. You are the one who make, brings happiness to, the, to those hearts which are broken, which are full of the pain. You bring happiness to them. Duk suk me rahat tum se hai. You are the one who bring comfort in every pain and every problem. Tum ho to izzat hai. Tum ho to gurbat hai watan. Tum bin hai virana chaman. Ho dos des ya pardes, jine ki halawat tumse hai. Tum ho to gurbat hai watan. If you are, then even the foreign lands become the homeland. Even the strange place become the homeland. Tum bin havirana chaman. If you are not there, then even the gardens, they become like a desert. Without you, even the gardens, they are like a desert. Ho des ya pardes, jine ki halawat tumse hai. Whether it is in a home country, it is actually foreign country, wherever, the taste of the life, the enjoyment of the life is because of you. Aati ho aksar betalab, dunya mein jab aati ho tum, par mohani se apni ya ghar bhar pecha jati ho tum. He said, most of the time, when you come to this world, you come without asking. Nobody wants to have daughters. Most of the time, when the daughters are born in the house, people don't want, even the mothers don't want because they know what, what means to So he said, most of the time when you come to this world, you come but unwanted. You come as unwanted. And that's really, really what hurting me. Actually, I've seen this custom among, among Pakistani families. When they have any daughter born, you will not know that. They never tell you. As soon as they have a boy or son born, then they will distribute laddu everywhere. So laddu will, will come. That's a sign that they have got. That always, everywhere considered. When they have a daughter, nobody cares. Nobody can even mention. But as soon as they have got, 
a son, a male, they will minister to everybody, they will send laddu, nice sweet, and then sometimes they also make sacrifice. But when the daughter is born, nothing happened. You know, people are going to be questioned. So, you know, he said that, uh, you, are, you come to this world unwanted. Dunya mein jab aati ho tum, par mohani si apniya ghar bar jaati ho tum. But when you grow, then because of your loves, love and your, your treatment with everybody, with how, your comfort and your, your affection, you become the rulers of the, of the house. So he wants to encourage them, no doubt about that really, but this, don't think this is how the houses of Muslims are in, in India. You know, things really are very, very bad. They don't think that women are the princess of the house. Not like that. This is one thing really, we have to, you know, correct it. You know, really, you know, bring justice to the society. Bring justice to your house. You know, and understand this properly. And don't hurt the heart of anybody. Allah is there. Hadith of the Prophet, Hadith of the Prophet Allah said, Allah said, Ana if you want to find me, Allah God says, if you want to find me, I am with those, next to those people whose hearts are broken. If you want to find Allah, come to those people whose hearts are broken. With the weak people, with the poor people, with these women who have no place to go, they can't escape anywhere. They really are living with such humiliation in many, many houses. And people never want to treat them properly. And they are still there. This really is one of the big responses for, for Muslim community everywhere that bring that respect to, to, to their hearts. You know, and Allah, you know, they are Allah's creation. You know, if you go to anybody's garden and just destroy part of the garden, what will happen? You know, women are also, you know, from the garden of God. Creation by him. When people insult him, and then actually new, this new thing actually I, I think really very, which hurts me a lot. You know, when you marry a woman, you know, she, she's going to do so many favors. She's going to become mother of your children. Respect her properly. And the Quran has made, and the Hadith has made it very clear, when you marry the women, spend money upon them, provide them accommodation, expenses properly, the new family, you are going to make a family, she is going to be mother of your children, that house. But you know, to think about the women only for enjoyment, and once people's enjoyment is finished, then you get rid of the person, and then you, if you can get enjoyment anywhere without having the burden of the family and responsibility, you choose that way, it's very, very ugly in Islam. Islam never made like that. Men and women, the relation between of them is very precious. It is only for the family purpose. And now there are people in London, they are advertising and they are making this thing, part-time wives. It, it, it never can be this religion. Exploited because women, you know, some of the divorce, they think, you know, nobody going to marry us and give us accommodation expenses. So they, they come down, they say, okay, you know, we have got house, we can live in the, you know, this small place. You marry me and, you know, just, come and spend some time with me, even part-time, but you have no responsibility of eating, spending money upon me, and people are marrying. Is that right, Islam? Which, which religion will allow? Just think and it's happening now. And some people say, even the ulama are doing this thing. It's very, very bad, really. Never, never can allow in this religion. This religion is the religion of Allah You know, Islam is allowing people, you can have one wife, you have two wives, you can have three wives, you can have four wives, but with full dignity. When you marry, provide each one of them separate independent accommodation. And then spend on each one of them properly with full respect. Fine, you can have two wives, three wives, four wives. But you're never, never allowed to do injustice, to mistreat anybody. When you do, you will be questioned. No, no doubt, nobody can escape. You can escape here, and people are escaping anyway. And they think they're so happy. They never can see beyond that. Uh, their eyes never can see. 
that difference between, I'm, I'm trying to, I always trying to say between Ibrahim and between other people. Ibrahim knows from the beginning, the end, what will happen. When Ibrahim sees the sun rising, he knows the sun is going to set. We people only know the sun is going to set when we see it is setting. We people only know justice when it's too late. When people raise in the day of judgment and Allah will question, then they will know. We will know that it's going to happen, but too late. You can't come back. Never can come back. Learn here, when you do one injustice, you never can be unnoticed. Impossible. Next, next surah is coming very soon, which will say there are noble writers. They are right, recording every single thing you do. Noble recorders. Nothing is missed. It could be you can hide things from your father, your mother, your friends, but your crimes never can be hidden by these people sitting next to you. Whatever you do, they know it. He does not utter a single word, but there is a very active observer sitting there. Very active. He never misses anything. These and just never miss anything. They don't have bravery. In this world, it could be the people are lazy. They don't do things properly. But these people sitting next to you, they are not, they are not lazy. They don't take any bravery. They record everything with full honesty. And those records will be is presented to you as a witness, proof against you. you. Nothing can be missed. Don't do this when it is too late. Understand, because God has given minor thinking. It is impossible that you do injustice and it is not noticed. It is impossible. It is impossible that you wrong someone and you don't face the consequences. It is impossible. When you do wrongdoing, you will feel the consequences. And the consequences will be so severe that you basically you forget all the enjoyment. So, you know, this is how the Quran wants to put this. When those girls which have been buried alive, they'll be questioned, what was the crime? For what they have been, we are not saying it was only among Arab people, that we have got proof every society. But Quran wants to mention, you know, about Arabs, because the Quran is a book, you know, first to, to those people. So among their tribes, there are many, many, they used to do that. There are also some noble people, they used to save them, but it's going on really. And nearly in every society, there will be very few people who respect the women. In every society, there is very little respect for the women all the time. That's now next thing coming. When the Quran says, when the records of the people, they are laid open. They are put together. Suhaf. Suhaf is jama'af. Sahifatun. Sahifatun means in a, in a collection of the papers on which every deeds are written. Whatever people keep doing, good deed or bad deed. And whatever they say, all those things, they are recorded properly with proper dates, every single proof. Nothing is missing there. At all the time it is there. So people keep doing things, saying things, and, and just very actively, they are recording every single thing people do. When people are died, then all those records, those papers, they are folded, put somewhere preserved by God. When the day of judgment will happen, then again those sheets, those paper, the book of the deeds, they are spread, make open, unfolded. So all your life, your book is open. Every time record is going to happen. And then the time comes when you die, it becomes folded, put together somewhere. And after that, when you are raised, then again it is put open to you, to unfolded. Every spirit can that Quran says, why the suhufu? No sharat. When the books of 
the record will be made open. Qatada rahimullah said, Sahifatuk ibn Adam, yumla ma fiha, thumma tutva, thumma tunshiru alayka. Was son of Adam, your book of your deed, it is everything single time written there, then it is folded, then again unfolded. Again it will come. It will be shown to you. You know the thing that the Quran is saying, the Quran just wants to summarize the whole thing. Quran mentioned the biggest injustice that Arabs have been doing, you know, burying their daughters alive, and now the Quran makes not only that, every single crime is the same thing. They recorded. And now the Quran wants to say, compare yourself, your society, with the society that the Prophet Muhammad wants to make. What difference? You don't want to listen to him, you oppose him, you hate him, and what he's bringing is justice to society. That is a justice, really. No power and no system on the face of the earth ever have been able to achieve what he did. Within 20 years, he changed Arabia, really. If you look at the history, he, when he died, when he was born, women had no value. When he died, he left behind a nation where men used to teach the Quran and women used to teach the Quran. Where men used to learn, women used to learn. When men used to give fatwa, women used to give fatwa. When men used to take you know, roles of the leadership, women used to do the same. You don't find any yourself for the women in the society. It was such a nice society. Okay, sometimes you can feel really it is more favoring for the women. Men have a responsibility to spend money, women have no responsibility. Though still women can inherit, still they can receive money. They can have ownership of property. Quran wants to say, see what you have been doing and what this new messenger is doing. And now you want to oppose him. Who is better, you or he? Your tradition, your culture, and the new culture that he's going to bring. The Quran wants to make them to compare this thing and also to make them very clearly nothing unnoticed. Do whatever you like. You think you can go away with it? You can't go away with it. Understand this thing properly, really. When you are alone at home, even that time, don't insult anybody. Don't hurt anybody. Understand this thing properly. When you are just alone with your wife, don't think you can do whatever you like. Because Allah is with her. And soon you face the consequences. When you're alone with your daughters and sisters, don't mistreat them. Because soon you're going to regret. And you're too late. And actually, I've seen really that many, many girls, like they, they have been writing to me and asking, consulting. They want to marry. And their, their parent don't help them to get, to get married. And when they find someone, or somebody helps them to get someone, they say, no, you can't marry this person. You have to marry someone back home. You can't mercy. And they say, if you marry, we never speak with you, or, or, we disown you all the life, we never can talk with you. Where these girls will go? You know, they are scared because they think, if, you know, marriage is not like the easy. If you marry, not necessarily, it will remain in peace. It could also be divorce. If you are divorced, where are you going to come? It could also could be your husband died. When the parent threatened that, if, you know, you cannot come back to our house, basically they stop them from marriage. They can't marry anywhere. They are forced in a marriage which they don't want. And the Prophet said, Parents are not allowed to force their, their daughters into a marriage which they don't want. If anybody does, then that marriage is cancelled, that the Prophet said. So anyway, inshallah, you know, some more details will come in, in the afternoon. If you have any questions, please ask.
Sorry, what? You know, no doubt justice in, 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 in that world will be in a way it will make everybody happy. So no doubt God has given the people, you know, the thing actually is, you know, the way, uh, uh, you know, actually that one thing we wanted to make very clearly, when you read these verses, you also can see the love of Allah for the people. He is not keen to punish the people. Basically, he mentions this to people can repent. So even this, the Quran says, Quran says, Quran mentioned the story of those people who made a fire and then they threw all the believers inside the fire. Quran mentioned that Buruj. And then the Quran said, among these people, you know, those who did not repent, Allah Sunnah will punish them. So he said, those, those who did not repent. So still actually people do the worst crime you can imagine. But still the door of the repentance open for them. If they repent properly, sincerely, properly, and they do as much as possible to correct themselves. So uh, the repentance can be accepted. But those who have been harmed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will actually honor them in a different way. He will give them so much to make them happy. So they become, because people not necessarily, they want the other person to punish in that way. If they can think, see, they can find a much, much huge reward. They forget everything. So Allah will make them happy. So those people who had chance to repent, and they repented, no doubt their sins are forgiven. Any sin people do, if they repent before the death, repentance will be accepted. And one of the repentance to become Muslim. But it still does not mean that the other person has been left like that. No, his, his justice will be properly. And justice not necessarily means to take the punishment. Justice also means to reward that person so much that you know, they become happy. Yeah, there are three groups. The first one is Sabiquna, those who are, you know, for in ahead of everybody. They're very, very small number of group. Then the major group among the believers is Ashab al those who are on the right hand. And then the people who are unbelievers, left hand. The people who are foreigners like in Sahaba and you know, like a prophet messengers, they Quran says they are more from the early generation, but they are some little number from the later people. So even people from our time, they still can reach to that, but very few people. The door is open, nothing, nothing is closed. So mostly they were from early generation, but even from the following later generation, there can be people so pure, so pious, they can be raised with the prophets and messengers in the first, in the best group possible. Yes, yeah, it's possible. Yeah. 
No, no, you are right, you are right. Many people say that men will get hur, you know, many, many women, and women, they will only get their husband, they are to think really. But it is not from the Quran. Quranic way people don't understand really. When a Quran comes to the reward for the women, Quran does not mention them, only hinting them. Reason is because in the noble societies, it is not very much liked to discuss and read that women will get so many men and this and that, and they will have wine and drink and all those things, you know, this enjoyment. Quran doesn't mention. But what Quran mentioned, the hinting is that in the paradise, everybody will get whatever they desire. Whatever they desire, they will get. Every single thing desires to be fulfilled properly. So that's why the ulama say, hinting there basically is that women will get for whatever make them happy. So they can give new men, Allah Subhanahu can create for them for new men. But this is not mentioned. Because the reason is because very often many, many noble societies to read those things which are to be known from the between the lines, Quran does not want to make. Like for example, when Quran mentions that Allah commanded Ibrahim to slaughter his son Ismail. Quran only mentions Ibrahim and Ismail. Quran never mentions what happened to Hajra. Because to, to read in the Quran that mother knew that son is going to be killed and she became patient, it is impossible to read something like that. So that is something you have to understand. The family is there, but the Quran cannot indicate that. So no doubt women will be made happy, men will be happy. It's not that men, women have to wait for their husbands until they come from the far afield. Nothing like that really. Those husbands will get some, something else. No, those women will be made happy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give them. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not biased for any gender. Men and women both are his creation. And he made very clear among the men and women, male and female, anybody who does good deed, we give them reward. In the reward, there is no difference between male and female. No difference. Anybody who does two rakah prayer with the same sanity, they will get same reward. It doesn't matter what the gender is. Gender does not make any difference in the life of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So no doubt women will get whatever makes them happy. No, 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 Hadith doesn't say that they have to wait for that. It doesn't say like that. If, if both go to paradise, fine, husband and wife, they will live together. But if you know, both don't go, so no doubt Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make them happy by creating for them whatever they want. Allah will create for the men, women, and also he will create for the women whatever they know. Men Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala want for them and whatever makes them happy. You know, you know, paradise is not a place where you become unhappy. It's impossible. It is a place for desire to be fulfilled. You, you desire, it is there. It is not that you feel, oh, I'm woman, I, I'm wrong. Nothing like that, really. Women, men, everybody will have so happy. You know, then have a, such high, Allah SWT will ask them at then. Will, when everybody in the paradise, then he will ask his slaves, all the men and women, he ask them, are you happy? Are you pleased? Everybody will say we are pleased. Every single person in paradise will say we are pleased. Then Allah SWT will say, I'm going to give you something which is better than that. They say, what can be better than that? And then the Quran the word, Allah will say, oh my slaves, I'm happy with you and I'm never going to be angry with you. That will make them to become a day of Eid and festival in, in paradise. No, don't think like that. Not mentioning does not mean it's not going to happen. Not mentioning is for a reason. Because Quran very often many things, Quran puts in a way so people can understand, but not necessarily reading. Because reading is not easy. That's why it's not mentioned. Yeah. 
No, no, people, I don't remember, but it, it is very clear. People say that women will get you know, whatever they desire, nothing like that. And you know, Allah SWT will make for them. Yeah, yeah, many people like that, you know. And there are many girls who are born, they're never married. They'll get, you know, they're, you know, everybody will get, you know, not ever, no, no. No, no, it's not that who are unmarried, they'll remain unmarried. Not like that. No, it's nothing like that, really. Those women who don't have a husband, they will get hus his husband. Those whose husband are far afield, they will get some more, more pious. Unless Allah will make everybody happy. All those things, yeah. The women who go to paradise, what happened to them? The women who uh, identify that they will not be You know, that is another reward, but people need a companionship as well. People need companionship, and all the desires that people have got in this world is only a reminder of the desi real desires. So desires of the sexual relation between men and women, it is something real. In this world, that is for a purpose. In that world, it is only for enjoyment. Eating and drinking here is for a purpose. You eat and drink, so you remain alive. Eating and drinking, that world is only for enjoyment. In this world, eating and drinking is not for enjoyment. And Allah has put the biggest enjoyment for the people actually is the uh, enjoyment of the sex that the biggest he has put so that no doubt in that what people get whatever they like so you know people, women got men get and uh, in a way which everybody happy and pleased and Allah is not going to break his own laws anywhere and he said very clearly the people get whatever they want whatever they desire so it will be there so they look also beautiful no doubt beauty will be there everybody will be you know as beautiful as, as you can imagine you know, and their height will be as best as possible. They will get everything properly, and they also get companions you know, for them. They will get servants, they will get slaves, you know, they will get a whole empire. You know, just imagine if some last person entered to paradise, has got a paradise 10 times bigger than this world, so how you can live alone there? You know, you want people around you. So Allah SWT will make uh, like that. Not that uh, women just make beautiful and they remain there. No, Allah wants to make them for them companions and people around them, serving them, and all those things, you know, to, like, you know, Paradise, full of action, full of you know scenes. The people enjoy that. So to be there in the shala. But the thing is, Quran does not mention because mentioning that sometimes makes ugly. You can you may understand that yourself. Is that, is that a precedent? Does, do, do you enter Islam actually with any kafara or 
Yeah, you know, that's a cool question. It came to my mind that I wanted to explain that properly. The thing basically is, no doubt, when people become Muslim, then all the sins that they have done before, it is forgiven. In Hadith, the Prophet said, Oh, Amr, don't you know that Islam, you know, just, you know, finish everything that is before Islam. All the sins are gone. But sometimes some crimes are so horrible, and people can still have, you know, the some leftover of that crime in their mind. You know this guilt, so Islam also want to make people to be you know to be free from the guilt, and also Islam want to show that you know people are ready to do everything you know to to get rid of that injustice. So he must be a rich person, leader of his tribe. The Prophet advised him to slaughter you know this kind. That that makes very clear that he not only Muslim, he really wants to do every single thing for his sins to be forgiven. That ready, it's not obligatory on him, but it really helps this matter, and uh, and also it it makes people to be frightened. Then in the future, because somebody who killed eight people, killing is so easy for him. So when somebody realizes how how you know severe the whole thing is, so it is not necessarily kafara, but it is kafara in the way it can also remove the guilt and feeling in, in from your heart. What I know actually is everything that people do, it is written. But when they repent, that is also written. And then a day of judgment, you know, the things will be weighed. So that, are, but I don't know that they are waiting. That are till the, yeah, it, what actually happens is when people intend something, then they don't write until the person does. So that's another thing they wait. Because even the strong intention, that is also known by the angels, when people make a strong intention. There are some intention which is only known by Allah but there are some strong intention which is known by him. So I don't think, I think really what I, I, I understand is that when people do a sin, it is written. When they repent, that is also written. So both things are recorded. We hope you enjoyed today's lecture and pray that it will be beneficial to you. Remember to tune in for the next one. For more insightful content in full HD quality on tafsir and other Islamic sciences such as hadith, fiqh, Arabic prose, grammar and morphology, as well as Islamic history, female scholarship and much, much more, subscribe to our unique streaming platform on www.deepdeen.tv. That's D-E-E-P-D-E-E-N.tv. Don't forget to visit www.cambridgeislamiccollege.org and show your support. Please click on the donate button and give whatever you can. Our institution is dependent on the generosity of donors like yourselves.